This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Welcome to Brian C. Pusey's Safe Haven Podcast, where our aim is to encourage, enhance, and advance you to the next level on your Christian journey. We're prayerful that you'll stick around and listen to the message that God has for you, delivered by yours truly, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. The door is open. Let's go in together. Welcome to Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. I'm praying that everyone's doing well on this beautiful day. For me, it is the last Sunday of July, fifth Sunday. What a wonderful day it is. It's a beautiful sunny day where I'm at. It's going to be probably a nice, beautiful evening by the time this is released. And for whenever you choose to listen, I'm hoping that it's a beautiful day where you are or a beautiful evening. I want to just thank everyone for listening to the podcast last week. Let's be free. And the one before that, hard to root for. If you have not listened to them, feel free after you listen to this um, particular uh, podcast episode to just click on down and listen. You can listen again and often as you like. I'm just grateful that anyone ever stops by to to listen or look at Safe Haven, no matter where you are, no matter which platform you're using. If you're on the webpage, I'm even happier that you're there. If you're just listening to it on whichever one, that's awesome. Um, I have a special note for anybody, any of my listeners who listen to me on the Stitch app. Um, effective at the end on August 31st, uh, Stitcher is shutting down its app. Um, so therefore, Safe Haven Podcast will no longer be available on the Stitcher app. But you can always go to any of the other apps anywhere or go specifically to the webpage, www.safehavenpodcast.org. And you can continue to follow and listen to uh, Safe Haven there. I'm grateful for the Citra app for the, for the time that I've been a part of that. Um, plat- uh, have my platform be on their platform. Um, I'm grateful for them, but they're moving on to do other things. Um, and that is understandable and respectable. But for those who listen to me on the Citra app, August is the last month you'll be able to listen to, to Safe Haven on this particular app. So therefore, if you have access to any other apps like Google, Apple, uh, CastBox, uh, Spotify, that would be a great time to switch over to that. If not, you can always listen to Safe Haven Podcast on the webpage, which is at www.safehavenpodcast.org. want to also let everyone know that Starting next Sunday, we'll be back in the video form. Um, therefore, had to take the month off. Felt pretty good. Um, and I'm feeling refreshed to the degree where I can do this every week, um, video-wise, and um, work work things out. It's going to be great. But every now and again, we will be alternating from, from video to audio. I will let you guys know about that as time permits. But in the meantime, let us get into the word for today. 
Um, here we go. We're going to be coming from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13. I'm going to be reading verses 2 through 9. Once again, that's Matthew, chapter 13, verses 2 through 9. I'm going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. It reads as follows. Such great crowds gathered around Jesus that he got into a boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. The word of God for the people of God, thanks be to God. For the next moments that we have together, few moments that we have together, I ask that you pray with me on the topic, don't quit. Don't quit. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you right now for the message and the messenger. We thank you for this entire podcast, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for every other podcast as well, Heavenly Father. We thank you for every ministry right now, Heavenly Father. We thank you for every church door that is open in your name. We thank you for every pastor who has to preach the word or has preached the word on this day, oh Heavenly Father, or this week, depending on when we listen, oh Heavenly Father. But right now, empty me out, oh Heavenly Father. Oh, empty out my spirit and fill me up with your Holy Ghost. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my most blessed Redeemer. In your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Don't quit. It's funny when I, um, every now and again, I come back to this, um, this, this text here, and I do encourage you to read the entire 13th chapter in its entirety, because not only does Jesus talk about the parable of the sower, he also talks about the purpose of his parables in general. Because when you think about it, the parables are just kind of like giving an analogy, giving you an example of something. And that's one of the most beautiful things, because technically the parable of the sower is kind of like talking about the preacher and, the, and those he preached to. <clears throat> Many of us preach a good word. And some of us hear it, and some of us don't. Some of us could be right there. You could be sitting next to, uh, let's just say you're in a row of five people uh, or ten people, right? And this person is preaching a mighty, mighty word to all ten of them. But guess what? It's not, it's not going to reach all ten in the same way that it's been delivered. And that is exactly what Jesus is talking about right here in this parable that he's talking about, especially from verses 3 through 9. Because think about it. I even think about it because sometimes I preach a mighty word and I say, man, everybody's got to hear this word. Everybody's got to hear the who's are you's and the heart to root force and the let be, let's be freeze. But guess what? Not everybody's going to listen to it. Not everybody's going to get it at the same time. Because sometimes I get a little discouraged. 
And I know a lot of pastors who get up in the pulpit each and every week, they get a little disappointed too because one minute they have 100 people. Then the next minute they have 40 in the sanctuary. Then the next minute they have 500. Then the next minute they have five. And they're saying, I'm preaching with all my heart, Lord. What is going on? What is going on? And so this is where Jesus comes in today and he just breaks it down for us because he says, look, sometimes the seeds fall on the path because we throwing it out there. We throwing it out there, you know, just like how you see somebody feed the, feed the birds at the park. We're throwing it out there, right? Some of them pick it up. Some like the birds, like it says in verse four, they just, it fell on the path and the birds came and ate it up real quickly. But in some cases, some fell on the ground that, that wasn't fertile enough for it, for the seed. So therefore, it just it just grew and withered. It didn't go far. It came up real quickly, but it went away. And you know, one of those things is, yes, I'm breaking down the verses in a different way to you right now before we get deep into the message. Because, you know, in some cases, in another situation, it fell on thorny ground among thorns. That means, that means it choked, it choked the seeds, right? Even as the world was even trying to take take heed and it just choked it away and then in other cases it felt and some good soil fell in a great place and then it grew to and it blossomed that's pretty much the breakdown but here we go this is what the lord is trying to tell us preachers yes today i'm speaking to the messengers i'm speaking to those who are the preachers those who are the prophets those who are getting up here and getting out there and doing that thing that the Lord has called them to do. I pray that's what the Lord has called them to do because there are many out here that are not called to do what they're doing, but you know what, they're doing it anyway. And so if they gotten a hold of this message today, I pray that they actually pray to actually be called in this instance to change their ways so they can do better for the Lord. Yes, you may have 10,000 people in your uh, joined to your flock, but you know what? How well do you know your 10,000? How well do you know your 5,000? How well do you know your 500? I'm not saying you need to go to every every game with them or go to the movies with them, go out with them every week. No, you got to have some kind of relationship with those that you're shepherding. Amen? Because we are not Jesus. We are not God in this aspect. We don't know everything that's going on in your world. You don't know everything that's going on in our world. But you know what? That's when you got to go beyond the beyond. You got to go beyond the surface level. Yes, yes, you can be in a church with 500 people. That's great. That's awesome. The Lord has blessed you with 500 people. What are you doing with these 500 people? Are you just standing up there speaking a good word and then you just walk away and then and hope they come back next Sunday? Well, I hate to tell you this. If you're not doing anything on Monday through Saturday, it's going to be kind of hard to get them in on a Sunday. Amen. Now, this is coming from a preacher who doesn't have a lot of time to go to church uh, during the week, but that's okay. That's only because my work schedule says otherwise. If I had a work schedule that was amenable, I would be right there in the church house at any day of the week that is necessary. Amen. But I'm not, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about you right now. Because if I was talking about me, I'd tell you, yes, I've fallen short of the glory every now and again. Yes, I study the word as best I can and as often as I can. One of the reasons why the Lord blessed me with this ministry was because he knew that there was more to me than just sitting in a church on Sunday and maybe occasionally getting up and saying a word once in a blue moon. Amen. And I'm not upset about the fact that I don't speak often in, in the church. That's okay because the Lord has called me to do this, do this ministry. And that's what I love about this ministry. And one of the things about 
this particular scripture, yes, I'm going right back to the word because get a load of this. This is going to take you to the first point in today's message and it's going to blow your mind. First point in don't quit is some seeds take time to mature. I'll say that again for my note takers. Some seeds take time to mature. Think about it. Think about your walk in the life. And think about how long it took for you to understand what the Lord was calling for you to do. Matter of fact, how long it took for you to understand the Lord in general. Amen. I mean, I've walked this ministry thing for almost 20 years. And, you know, one of the things that, that blows my mind is I'm still learning. Amen. I, it took me a long time to learn how to talk to the people. And I'm not just talking about getting in the pulpit. I could do that easily. It was about being away from the pulpit. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why, according to some pastors, that's why I was always all over the place. Because one of the things I was trying to do, I was trying to find my place in the ministry, trying to find my place in the church. Amen. Yes, I could get up there and preach. Yes, I could get up in the in the choir in, the, in a certain point in time and sing my heart out and everybody would be drawn to me because of the way I expressed myself, expressed the way the Lord was using me in that moment, in that essence. I was bringing the song to life or bringing the message to life. And in some cases, bringing the Bible to life. But you know what? It was a little bit more than that for me because I'm thinking to myself, where, where am I going, Lord? Who am I talking to? I'm not connecting with the people and I need a connection. I already have my connection with you, Lord, but I need my connection with the people because without the people, this is not going to work. Amen. And sometimes I'm thinking and I'm believing and I'm seeing that many ministers miss the mark for that very reason. Not the ministers that I know. I'm just talking about the ministers that you may know. They miss the mark because they are so focused on the wrong thing. Some of them are focused on the money. Some of them are focused on the prestige. Some of them are focused on the, the wrong thing. They're focused on getting speaking engagements to this place and that place. They're focused on getting connected with their mayors and their governors and their and their presidents. They, they're so focused on hooking up with a rich celebrity or whatever. They're so focused on all the wrong things. They're focused on those things, but they're not focused on the thing that they need to be focused on, and that is connection with the people they are preaching to. I preach, Reverend Brian Pusey. I'm doing the best I can. So one of the things that I always got from this text was that. See, today is a different kind of message. This is a message, like I said a minute ago, for the messengers. So once you realize that some seeds take time to mature, you need to do this in point two. You need to recharge often. I'll say that again. You need to recharge often. See, I've seen some ministers go week in, week out, month in, month out, and continuously repeat this cycle almost 12, month a year, uh, 12, 12 months in a year. They do this every, every cycle. Many preachers in today's time are learning to take a time out. Give your assistant an opportunity. Give another minister a chance. Give someone an opportunity is a great thing because every now and again, you need to be recharged. You need to listen to the word as well from being preached to by somebody else who has a different point of view of the Bible. Maybe, you, now I'm not saying it's a better point of view, but it's a different point of view because quite frankly, every now and again, 
just like we read different interpretations like the New Revised Standard Version, the NIV, and the King James, and all that, and the message. We need another interpretation. We need to hear another preacher preach that message and do it the best way they can. You know, just like I say on Safe Haven, right here in Safe Haven, it's not just me preaching. I'm not always going to be preaching. I may be the one that brought Safe Haven to life, but that doesn't mean that I got to be the one to sustain it all the time. I'm not going to say, oh, my word is better than your word. I don't want you to be on here. No, if you have a message that you want to send out to, to the to the masses, guess what? I will step aside and just produce that Sunday. I will do that just for you because you know what? You have a message. You have something in you. You have a fire shut up inside your bones like Jeremiah said. And you know what? You got to get it out and I will help you let it out. Because quite frankly, I was in your shoes once upon a time. And I always said this when I was coming up as a minister. I said, if I ever get the opportunity to, to be in that position, I would definitely put somebody on. Amen. That's all I'm about. I'm about passing the baton to the next generation or passing the baton to a generation. Maybe it's before me that still didn't get a chance. Amen. That's why one of my favorite preachers come on here every now and again, and he just blows my mind. He blesses me. And I'm referring to my Sunday school teacher, Reverend Whitaker. I love that man of God because you know what? He teaches that Bible in a way that I could never teach it. You know what? He preaches it in a way that I wish I could preach it. You know what? I don't know if he feels the same way about me, but you know what? That's how I feel about him because he is a great man of God. But that is just an example. I need to recharge often. That's why I don't mind sitting back and listening to sitting back on the learning tree and learning. I don't mind listening to my pastor, Reverend John Jackson, come on here and, and preach. And he preached, that, uh, preached a message in six minutes, but it felt like it was 30 or 40. Amen. That is a beautiful thing. I don't mind listening to Reverend Dockery come on here and preach the message. He can take me to the Heartbreak Ridge any day of the week. Amen. I don't even mind listening to a future minister who I've already had on here on the Good Friday service, uh, Reverend Anthony Sullivan. That man took that one word and he made it something. He set the foundation to that entire podcast episode. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to the seven last words. Amen. You will be blown away. And there are many other ministers out here that have come on here and blessed us and blessed me because, you know, every now and again, I need to be recharged. Amen. Yes. I do sit in a church. I do sit in on a staff. But every now and again, I need to step away and sit back and let the Lord use me in a different light. Because that's how the Lord has operated in me these days. And I have to respect that. And you as a preacher, a speaker, a minister of any, in any kind, any form or fashion, you have to sit back and recharge as often as you can. Because without being plugged into the source, you're going to lose your power. It's just like anything that takes a charge, just like your cell phone, just like your iPad, your, 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 your Surface tablet, whatever. If it's not plugged in after a while, it's going to go dead. And quite frankly, you're going to go dead too if you're not careful, spiritually dead because you're not connected to the source. And yes, we do this thing often. We not always listen to ourselves preach. Sometimes I can't even stand listening to my own voice when I preach. When I listen back and I say, whoa, did I say that? You know, I only listen back to myself if they're videotaping me while I'm in the moment. Matter of fact, I barely listen to my stuff uh, when I do it. But sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. Because you know what? I said, I love that message so much. I want to hear it again. I want to feel what I was feeling back then. You know, and that's what I do. Because I need to recharge. 
That's what you need to do as a speaker. That's what you need to do as a prophet. You need to sit back, recharge as often as you can. You need to get away. You need to just unplug just for a couple of minutes, couple of days, whatever it takes, just so you can feel what the Lord has called you to do like you did when you were the age you were when he called you. Amen. When he called me to preach, I was scared, but I did it anyway. I was a 20 year older, going to be 21, I believe at that time. And I didn't know what I was about to do. I had no idea that the Lord was going to take me here and take me there. I did not know the Lord was going to Put me in one ministry after another ministry after another ministry. Yeah, some people call it church hopping. I remember one person said, boy, you church hop too much, boy. You need to sit down. You need to settle. Settle in. I'm like, no, the Lord has called me to continue to move. I can't stay in one place for too long. If you're not doing what the Lord has called called for you to do, don't expect me to stick around and make you do what the Lord has called you to do. I will do it. I will plant the seed, and I'll keep going. Because in some cases, I did plant the seed. And in some cases where I was, the birds came and ate it up too quickly before it even took root. And then in some cases, it fell on some rocky ground and it just withered away because, quite frankly, you didn't understand. And in the other cases, you got your thorn. I planted some seeds and some thorny areas. And my Lord, it choked them up. It choked them up to a point where they just couldn't understand me. Yes, they embraced the ministry visions that I had. Even though I was just an assistant, an associate, whatever you want to call it. Yes, I was. They didn't understand it. And they didn't, they didn't bring it to fruition until after I left because they didn't want me to lead it. But that's okay. I don't mind because I come back. I, have no, I hold no grudges. I look at it and I say, praise the Lord. Because that's what I wanted you all to do. I didn't need to be the guy to run it. I just wanted to be the guy to start it. Amen. Some of us are so hooked on that ego thing. Yes, ego. Acronym. Edging God out. You're so hooked on edging God out that you forgot that God is a part of it. Amen. That is one of the reasons why you need to recharge. Because if you don't recharge often, you're going to lose sight of who you are and whose you are. Amen. Preach, Reverend Brian. I'm doing the best I can today. After you realize that some seeds take time to mature after you even realize as a man or woman of God that you need to recharge often, you have to remember this. And this point is interesting because this point came to me some time ago and I did not understand it. That's why this message has been permeating with me for a while. That's why it, it, this seed had to mature before I could just give it to you. The harvest is worth the toil. I say that again. The harvest is worth the toil. See, think about it. We all read the part where in verse 8 and 9, well, especially verse 8 where, where Jesus says, Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Think about it. Think about it. Every now and again, I look at my numbers. I do. I look at my analytics on, on this podcast. Sometimes great numbers, sometimes not so great. But you want to know what? The Lord has taught me one thing. The Lord has taught me one of the best things in the world. He says, don't worry about the numbers. I used to. The Lord says, don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about it because you know what? I got this. 
Somebody is going to hear this message. They're going to spread the word. In some cases, they're all in a group, probably. They're probably all sitting in a room somewhere or watching this on their televisions. And they are all sitting together. It could be a, group, a family of five or six sitting, listening to me. And I might only see one play. But you know what? That one play might equate to seven people sitting in a room. Could be equated to 30. Could be equated to 50, some 60, some 100-fold. Amen? I don't know. But that's okay. And that's what the Lord was trying to tell me. He says, don't worry about the numbers, Brian. And he's trying to tell you, whoever you are, lady of, woman of God or man of God, don't worry about whether or not they come every Sunday. Don't worry. Somebody's going to come and somebody's going to listen. That message you preached that Sunday may not have touched them, but it touched somebody else. Amen. And they probably watching you on Facebook right now saying, hallelujah, I love what this person is doing. I want to be a part of that ministry. Just like my friends out there in the ICU, the Emmanuel Church Unusual. They may not see me every Sunday due to the fact that everything has been going on. Ministries moved me here and a job moved me there. But guess what? That doesn't mean that I'm not praying over your ministry. Amen. That means somebody wants to be a part of that ministry and I ain't going to stop them. Somebody wants to be a part of Safe Haven. They want to find out how you can always contact me in any way that they most possibly can. Amen. But one of the most beautiful things is don't quit. That's it. Don't quit. Don't quit what the Lord has called you, uh, for you to do. When it's time for you to move on, the Lord will tell you it is time to, to set it back past the baton. Don't throw the baton in the garbage. He said, don't quit. Don't think that there hasn't been a day that I haven't gotten up and said, the Lord, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to take it. I want to shut down the podcast. I want to just call it quits. Just go to church and be a regular guy. But guess what the Lord says? Uh-uh, I got, a, I got something for you, Rev. I got something for you, Brian. Because guess what? There's some seeds out there that you planted that are just now starting to mature. Just now starting to grow. Matter of fact, Couple months ago, I thought that when I pushed away somebody that that I was getting to know, I thought it was for the best. No, it wasn't for the best. Maybe it was what it was needed because I didn't understand that until just recently. Reconnected with them, they say they're doing better. They're 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 starting to go to church more. They're starting to understand that the Lord has called them to do a great thing. All they have to do is work on them more. Amen. What did I do? I just planted a seed. That's all I did. I planted a seed. I didn't stick around to see it grow. But then again, that's not my job. That was not my purpose. My purpose was to plant it. I've always said I'm a seed planter. I come in, I plant the seed. What the Lord does with it is what the Lord is going to do with it. And what you do with it is what the Lord wants you to do with it. Amen. It's not up to me to continue to needle you to be who God has called you to be. No more than you can do the same to me. Amen. One of the things you have to remember, because like it says here, let anyone with ears listen. Listen. The Lord is calling you to do something great. The Lord is calling you to do something phenomenal. The Lord is calling you to be magnificent. Some of us are not meant to be where we're supposed to be because we didn't get there the way the Lord wanted us to get there. But guess what? The Lord is going to use that anyway. Some of us think that, oh, I did all this. I did the, these bad things. I was I was a game bad. I was a pastor too. I was all these things. I don't even think the Lord wants me to be up here. Guess what? The Lord is using you as a testimony. Whatever it is you've been through, you got through it 
because the Lord saw you through it. Because the Lord has something on you. He has a call on your life. He, you may not believe it. You may not see why you're in it. But guess what? That is why. I used to have a thorn on my side. I believe I talked about it last week. I talked about my thorn. My thorn. My eating disorder. That's a thorn. But guess what? The Lord said it best when he said it to Paul. My grace is sufficient. And guess what that means for me? That means that he used that to keep me, to restrict me from going into something that would have edged, would have had me edge him out until I got to a certain age. Amen. Until I got to a certain stage. But guess what? The Lord made sure that didn't happen. So he put the thorn in my side, kept me grounded. And you know what? I understand it now. Matter of fact, I was driving around just yesterday. I was driving around downtown Chicago. I was looking at everything. I was looking at the sights. and. Been in Chicago. I haven't been downtown in a while on any level. I haven't even, I've never been to deep downtown. I drove all the way to Wrigley Field. I'm not a Cubs fan, but you know what? I went to see Wrigley Field for the first time as my own, from my own two eyes. And you know what? One of the things I said to myself, I said, man, this is great. This is wonderful. But you know what? The Lord has already blessed me with a great life. Why would I want to live the lifestyle of all these people that are on the streets, eating at the fancy restaurants, walking around, burning up and everything and on this hot, hot summer day. And then I realized, I was like, no, the Lord called me to do a great thing and be a great thing. If this was for me, this would have been me. Amen. And I'm not saying it couldn't still be me and it can't still be me. But you know what? At that moment, I said, I'm content, Lord. I am content with the life that you have blessed me with. I am content with the walk that you have put me on. This journey has been an awesome journey. But you want to know the best part of it was? I recharged myself. I came, I came home refreshed and I was ready to do ministry. I did what I have. I've been doing what I've had to do for the past few years and I didn't understand it. I thought that I said, no, Lord, I'm content. If you want me to go back to that government job, I'll go back. If not, I am content with where I am right now because you know what, Lord, you blessed me with a job that has given me weekends off. And you know what? I've always wanted that. And why would I want to sacrifice that to go back to the uncertainty again. Amen. I finally get it. I finally receive it. It is a blessing to be where I am. It's understandable. Yes, I want to go back, but I want to go back for the selfish, egotistical reason. I want to edge you out again, God. And the Lord said, uh-uh. That's why it's been taking forever for that to go through, because you have to understand that I am your access. I am you Taking a while to mature, Brian, this is what the Lord is telling me. I'm just going to break down these three points to you in the way that he broke it down for me. He said, it took, took a while for my seed to mature in you. And I'm so glad that you learned that you have to recharge often. You kind of got it, but you didn't get it completely. But I'm glad you got it down because now you're understanding that the harvest is worth the toil. Here I am setting up, setting up uh, dates for people to come on the podcast. Amen. And that is something that I've just feeling so grateful about. Yes, this is wonderful. It's not just about me. It's about what the Lord is doing through me. And I am so grateful that the Lord has blessed me with this platform. I'm so grateful that the Lord has blessed me with the conversations where I'm going to be interviewing people. I'm so glad that he's bringing ministers to me who want to be a part of this thing called Safe Haven Podcast. Amen. Because one day this is going to be in person as well. And you know what? That's going to be a great day in the Lord. I've been working on it, but you know what? The God, God is going to do the thing. He's going to do that thing, and I'm just going to sit back and, and enjoy the Word of God. For the people of God, thanks be to God. Let us pray. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the message and the message right now. Oh, Heavenly Father, we pray for every preacher, every prophet, every pastor who, who has come through these doors. We want to pray for those who are listening right now, Heavenly Father, out of curiosity or intrigue or just want to be able to be blessed themselves so they can be recharged, oh, Heavenly Father. We pray that you just use them right now, Heavenly Father. You just gift them. And we want to pray for those who are not ministers who are listening right now, Heavenly Father, that they if they desire to be our Heavenly Father, that is a beautiful thing, our Heavenly Father. Please guide them to who they need to be guided to. And for those who are still have an ear to listen, oh Heavenly Father, we pray for them as well. Right now, we just pray that you just use this message. Continue to bless me, oh Heavenly Father, because you know that I could have been doing anything on any day at any time. But I am so grateful to you that I am doing this thing for you and because of you. And I am so grateful for that. We are praying this prayer in your son Jesus' name. Amen. I want to thank everyone for listening to this podcast on this wonderful day. If you got anything out of this message, please comment below. I would love to hear your feedback. Be it positive, please. If it's not positive, that's okay. Keep it to yourself and just pray that it gets better. But if you have positive feedback, please reach out to me because this is this is important. If you are a messenger, you're a preacher, and you feel that you're called to get on here to talk, to speak, to preach, or if you just want to sit down and be interviewed by yours truly, reach out to me. Go to www.safehavenpodcast.org. Go to the ministry contact section and just reach out to me. Or register as a guest, because quite frankly, that's a great opportunity for you in your ministry. If you want to expand your ministry by having me come out to your ministry or preach on your podcast or speak on on your podcast or, or be interviewed by you on your podcast, that'd be great. Reach out, go to that section as well. If you would love to have me come and speak at your church, in your congregation, at your anniversary or whatever, guess what? You can reach out to me. Or even preach a revival. I would gladly preach a revival for you. Just reach out to me at www.safehavenpodcast.org. And guess what? We have we have things out here now where we have merchandise. We have t-shirts and we have hats. The hats are $20 and the shirts are $25. If you have not seen the shirts, if you're not seeing the hat, don't worry. Because next week you will see me wearing it proudly on the podcast when we come back in video form and then you can see that and you'll be interested in that. You can leave a comment in the comment section and say, I am interested. Register your email so we can send out email information to you so you'll be able to get any updates whatsoever about what's going on right here at Safe Haven Podcast. In the meantime, I'm going to leave you to your day, your night, your week, and we will definitely see you next week. I praise God for you. I thank God for you. And remember, if you're a preacher, don't quit. Because you know what? The Lord is still using you in a great way. You may not see it today, but you will definitely see it on the next day. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you for this service. We pray that as you dismiss us from this place, Denver, dismiss us from your presence. So Heavenly Father, continue to use us and keep us going throughout this entire week ahead for us. We pray this prayer in your son Jesus' name. Amen. And thank God. And I will definitely see you all next week. God bless.
This was an LTD Entertainment presentation.